the peace of Jerusalem may they prosper who love you Hi there, everyone. This is the Voice of My Beloved podcast. Brayden and Tally here with you this time. It's been exciting. Have so many, uh, so many visitors over the past uh, past couple months, right? Yeah, we've got all kinds yeah. of new voices. Getting to know some other people, but yeah. it's also good to be back. I I miss the podcasting room when I'm not in here yeah. too much. So, <laughs> got to just get back in there. Um. Yeah, I hope y'all are doing well. It's been a great season here. Busy, great, wonderful. Um, we, uh, we've we had family in from Israel for the first time, some of them for the first time in almost three years. And so that has been, uh, that has been huge. And on top of that, because all the family's in, we have just been having one party after another here. And so we are slightly exhausted from so many parties but also very one it's also very wonderful and very happy with it too we had uh, yael our oldest daughter had a bat mitzvah last week and that was that was a pretty big deal that was awesome that was my dream i love bat mitzvahs maybe we can do a podcast on bat mitzvahs someday yeah that'd be fun bar and bat mitzvahs because they're great you can't beat them everyone's got to do them you got to do it it's great <laughs> <laughs> So uh, here we are. We are looking forward to Passover Family Week coming up April 15th through the 24th. And quite honestly, it looks like we're going to be hitting a max maximum capacity. We've got about 200 people coming in right now. We've got room for maybe 100 more. Maybe we could fit 100 more. But it's going to be a party. So if you're thinking of registering, just go and do it. <laughs> Then we'll know you're here and then you'll get a space and then we can see you and it'll be great. That's right. So, yeah. Uh, so today we are, we are in Psalm 122 and we're going through the Psalms of Ascent. Wonderful Psalms. Been uh, something we've come back to through our whole, most of our married life. I think we started working on the Psalms of Ascent pretty early on. That's right. Yeah. So. Here we are, Psalm 122. Okay, so opening up with the first verse here, I was glad when they said to me, let us go into the house of the Lord. And so gladness, you know, seeking God with gladness, I think that's such a important emotion in seeking God. It's not a drab, humdrum thing when we go to seek God, but there's gladness in it. You know, yeah. I will offer the sacrifices of joy, the scripture speaks of. Mm -hmm. So it's so important to be happy about going to seek God. And mm -hmm. that's what we see here in this Psalm. I love how it points out that it's us. Let us go into the house of the Lord. We see that in many of the Psalms of Ascent, it's a corporate seeking of God. It's not a individualistic as much. It's a corporate ascension to the house of God. And this is so key, I believe, even for just longevity in our walk with God, that we don't need to isolate ourselves. We need to have fellowship with other believers. We need to hear this person that says to us, hey, let's go worship together. Let, mm -hmm. let us go and worship together. Yep. You know, the literal interpretation here is let's go up to Jerusalem to worship God. But uh, I believe also this can be understood as let's let us go and worship together. Let's do this together. This is not just a singular activity. We wanna worship God together. 
Yep. Yeah. It was something that uh, has come up over the years is the whole topic of introvert extrovert kind of a thing. And I really like Zadok Johnson. If you've talked to him much, he's uh, he talks about, I'm a God introvert. Right. We mentioned that before. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. So I, I love this whole picture here because um, <clears throat> yeah, a God introvert is like, they might like being alone sometimes, but everybody's got to go together at times. Like, and that's just the way it is. And it's great. It's great for us. So even the biggest introvert has to go up with the congregation up to the house of the Lord. So, <laughs> right. So I love that. And I also love, um, you know, how I was glad when they said to me, let us go to the house of the Lord. And I just think about how, um, <clears throat> sometimes some of us like just sitting still. And I think that that's what God is trying to shake us up out of that whole getting comfortable thing, <laughs> getting comfortable and kind of, you know, just getting, just wanting things to just be the same and be comfortable. And, uh, and I like that, that having that attitude of like, let's go up to the house and Lord and being like, yes, yes, let's go. I'm glad about that. I'm glad about moving, even though it might make me, you know, uncomfortable. Like I have to move. But yeah. It's good. I was looking at a recent Barner report. This is a group that does a lot of stats on like where people are in our country, in the United States. Uh, and it was saying after COVID, a third of all Christians that were going to church stopped going because yeah. they just stayed home. Rip and off. And they're just Total rip watching off. their services maybe online <laughs> or maybe doing nothing. Yeah. But one third, that's a huge number. Yeah, that is. And uh, so, but just, this is a call to let us go and mm -hmm. worship God. And yep. this is so, so key. Mm -hmm. I want to look a little bit at some verses that talk about Jerusalem and then its connection to joy. There's actually quite a few verses in the Bible that connect Jerusalem with joy. Let's look at these. Isaiah 56, 7. Even them I will bring to my holy mountain and make them joyful in my house of prayer. So this verse is speaking of Isaiah, towards the end of Isaiah, it really climaxes, talking mm -hmm. about the nations and, and God's purposes for Jerusalem. But here, there's gonna, God's going to bring people to his house of prayer in Jerusalem and make them joyful. Mm -hmm. It's going to be so fun seeking <laughs> God. Happy holiness. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's one of our big things. We want to encourage happy holiness. Yeah, because it's fun. Serving God, it's, it's, it might not all be easy, but there is great joy and fulfillment in it. Amen. And you definitely aren't missing out on anything when you're serving God with all your heart. So it's, uh, I love that. God is so good, like that he calls us to this place. It's a joyful place. Yes. Another verse, Isaiah 65, 18, but be glad and rejoice forever in what I create. For behold, I create Jerusalem as a rejoicing and her people a joy. I will rejoice in Jerusalem and joy in my people the voice of weeping shall no longer be heard in her, nor the voice of crying. So over and over again, you see in this voice, just joy, mm -hmm. rejoicing. It's all in Jerusalem happening. Isaiah yep. 66, 10, rejoice with Jerusalem and be glad with her, all you who love her. Nehemiah 12, 43, also that day they offered great sacrifices and rejoiced for God had made them rejoice with great joy. The women and the children also rejoiced so that the joy of Jerusalem was heard afar off. That's great. You could hear it from way, it'd be like, you know, here we're in this little, little bitty town, but it'd be, I'm just imagining there's a town about, you know, 10 miles away from us. Yeah. We heard, 
the celebration got so loud. We could hear you guys over in Greenville, 10 miles away. (laughs) (laughs) So it could be heard this rejoicing. You know, I think of that one time where they were so loud that earth split open. Mm -hmm. There's, there's been a lot of intense worship and intense joy in Jerusalem. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We can definitely practice here. Yes. Cause I don't, I don't think right now, Honestly, the people of God are ready for this kind of stuff. I mean, <laughs> this loud. is, yeah, this is intense joy, like split the earth open kind of joy, right? You can't read and, the Bible and, and miss this, that God enjoys lots of noise. Yeah. Even recently, we've been studying through the book of Revelation. I believe it's 22 times. It says with a loud voice. Right. And when they're describing the worship in heaven uh-huh. with a loud voice. Brain and I really so. try to em- embrace that part. <laughs> we aren't scared of using our loud voice. So but. yeah, that's, that's the way that he- the worship is in heaven. And so mm-hmm. just encourage you, you know, just to not be afraid, lift your voice, mm-hmm. make it, make it joyful, make it, uh, got to get ready for going up to Jerusalem. Yeah. Got to get ready here. Start practicing. Yeah. We've been practicing for years and brain and actually, he used to lose his voice. He'd right. be shouting so much <laughs> for such large periods of time. He does voice warm-ups now every single day just to <laughs> get ready for that yelling. <laughs> so he's prepared just in case that burst of joy and shouting just comes on him every day. So Gotta go y'all can take haul. notes, take notes. Everyone do that. <laughs> Psalm 48 too. Beautiful in elevation, the joy of the whole earth is Mount Zion on the sides of the north, the city of the great king. The joy of the whole earth. Jerusalem mm-hmm. will be the joy of the entire earth. Mm-hmm. People will be drawn to this place because of the joy there. You know, there's mm-hmm. certain people that just carry this party atmosphere with them. They're just so joyful. People like to be around them. That's what Jerusalem's going to be. Yep. They're going to be going up to Jerusalem. Part of it will be obligation, I believe. Like, okay, you know, if we don't go up to Jerusalem to worship, then we're not going to get rain, like Zechariah talks about. Mm-hmm. But there's also this sense, I believe, that people are, that's where the party's at. You it know? is where the party's <laughs> that at. That is where their most joy <laughs> in the entire earth is happening. Right, right. I feel sorry for those people that <laughs> only going up just because they won't get rain. Right. You, they're missing out. That's all I got to say. Right. Yeah. Last one here, Luke 24, 51. It says, now it came to pass while he blessed them that he was parted from them and carried up into heaven. And they worshiped him and returned to Jerusalem with great joy. Mm-hmm. Even the early disciples we see here in the gospels, they're going back to Jerusalem with great joy. So mm-hmm. over and over again in the scriptures, we see this joy being associated with Jerusalem. Right here, Psalm 122, I was glad when they said to me, let us go into the house of the Lord. Mm-hmm. Yes, excited about going up and worshiping God. Mm-hmm. So encourage you just to embrace that excitement. Be inspired to seek God with others. Yeah. Also like here that... Um, it's not even, they haven't even started the journey yet on, in this. Like it says, I was glad when they said to me, let us go into the house of the Lord. I'm just thinking about, you know, people that feel like, um, like something's very afar off, you know, like even if, even actually going up to Jerusalem might feel like far off, like, and like, I'm not getting excited about that because I'm not going anytime soon, but it's like this whole idea of the anticipation, all, yeah, the <laughs> anticipation of it. And I always think of, um, the Ethiopian Jews that hopped on these crazy planes that they'd never seen before in their life. Why? Because they were glad when they said to them, let us go to the house of the Lord. You know, it's like they were glad when they said, Hey, we got a way to get to Jerusalem. And they were like, I'm going to 
climb on it. They, they really did not even know what planes were and stuff like that. So, you know, climbing into these planes that to be carried off to the house of the Lord. Quick interjection. Amazing story. What Tally just mentioned here, uh, operation Solomon. If you look that up, amazing. One of the cool stories from there is that the children, you know, they'd never seen a plane and they were afraid of it. They weren't going to get on. Mm -hmm. They finally had to pull up a verse from Isaiah that said, I will bring you back, back on the wings of eagles. They said, well, this is just an eagle here. So they're like, oh, okay. And they got on the plane. <laughs> they got on the plane, right. <laughs> so there wasn't I, until then that they finally got uh, on the plane to uh, to be brought back to Israel. Their story is so inspiring to me because sometimes we can feel really far away from Jerusalem, Israel, the restoration, you know, that's happening over there. But I feel like we continually need to be at a place of excitement because you never know what's going to happen. It's like you never know when that time is going to be like, oh, the gate just opened up and like you got to be ready to go. You know what I mean? Like just that excitement about when the time comes, when God says go, that it's, uh, that you're excited about it. So. Amen. Verse two, our feet have been standing within your gates. O Jerusalem, Jerusalem is built as a city that is compact together. So I want to look at this word compact together in the Hebrew. It's actually the word hubra, which means united and so you mm. could also translate it, this verse as Jerusalem is built as a city that is united together. Compact mm-hmm. is a little bit of a strange translation here, mm-hmm. but united together is a better translation and it really speaks of this truth that heaven, there's a heavenly Jerusalem that's going to unite with earthly Jerusalem. So Jerusalem is a city that is united together or it will be united mm-hmm. together. Even the Hebrew word for Jerusalem is Yerushalayim which in Hebrew, anytime you have a word that ends in aim, it indicates a double. So ears are oznaim, eyes are anaim, feet are raglaim. So anytime in Hebrew you have aim at the end of a word, it's, there's two of them. And so Yerushalayim, even in the word itself, it's saying there's two Jerusalems. There's an earthly one and a heavenly one. Mm-hmm. but it's this place where heaven and earth are going to unite together. Jerusalem is built as a city that is united together. It also mm-hmm. speaks to the place of unity and worship. Mm-hmm. There's a unity that comes, and mm-hmm. this happens just spiritually. When yes. people, you know, you've heard the saying, a family that prays together stays together. Mm-hmm. Well, there's this truth as well that when there's worship in a city, when there's people that are uniting together in worship, it brings people together. Mm-hmm. The The focus of loving God, of worshiping him, is a uniting thing, and that's what's going to mm-hmm. happen in Jerusalem. Yeah, it's It'll, part of why we wanted to do the whole prayer house thing here, too, is like that needs to be such a foundational thing because other things can, can f- fade away if you're uniting in worship. Right. That's good. Yeah, but it also, I just wanted to say... It is compact together. If you've been to Jerusalem on a feast day, it's compact together. Yeah, there's a lot of closeness. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's like everyone wants to be there. And so everyone's smushed in together. And it's great. Right. That's part of the fun of it. <laughs> going on to verse 4. Where the tribes go up, the tribes of the Lord, to the testimony of Israel, to give thanks to the name of the Lord. For thrones are set there for judgment, the thrones of the house of David. So interesting thing in Revelation we see is that it says all nations will come and worship before him for his judgments have been manifested. Mm -hmm. And so we see that here in this verse that these tribes, these people are coming up to give thanks to God for their thrones that are set there for judgment. 
people, I imagine the people of the earth just coming up to Jerusalem also for the justice that will be in the city. Mm-hmm. And so these thrones, Yeshua even speaks to them in Matthew 19. It says, Yeshua said to them, truly I say to you in the new world, when the son of man will sit on his glorious throne, you who have followed me will also sit on 12 thrones, judging the 12 tribes of Israel. Mm-hmm. So this verse seems to be connected to this, this, these thrones that are set there for judgment, the thrones of the house of David. Mm-hmm. Yeshua, the son of David, is going to sit on his glorious throne, mm-hmm. and he's going to have these others, these disciples of these, you know, this system of government, you know, the government will rest upon his shoulders, the scripture says, mm-hmm. but he'll have other judges that are sit, seated in his kingdom that will administer justice and righteousness in the earth. And so an amazing, amazing thing. Mm-hmm. Yep. So be encouraged, be encouraged that there is joy and justice. I love the Psalm that says, I will sing of mercy and and justice. Mm-hmm. And so this, this idea that God, he's going to unite together both of these, the joy, the justice, the mercy, it's all going to be in Jerusalem. And it's going to be an amazing thing to gather with the nations to worship God. So be happy, be glad God is coming in righteousness. Amen. Yep. Blessings to you all. This is the voice of my beloved podcast, reminding you to listen to the voice of your beloved bridegroom. Peace be